I've even told her, I said, listen, I know you had a bad experience, and basically the client jaded from the past, um, and, but we're gonna make sure that we get you in the right house, and I'm not gonna push you into the wrong house. Thank you for joining realtor Nick Acosta for his podcast called Home to All, an all-inclusive real estate podcast. Nick has an extensive history in finances, so you won't want to miss out on learning about buying from him. He wants to make sure you get the right deal so you don't face problems later. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. This is Nick Acosta, realtor and host of the podcast Home to All, coming to you today from Maitland, Florida. As always, you can reach me at 727-220-8992 by text or voice, as well as on Facebook at Rockstar Agent 80 and Instagram at Orlando Celeb Realtor. Also visit my new website, hometoall.life. Uh, today's show is brought to you by All Victims Foundation for Victims of Violent Crime. Um, so let's see, uh, started here in Orlando, Florida. On Facebook at All Victims, also brought to you by St. Pete Pride 2020. Check them out on stpride.com. Um, Florida, I'm listening. So today, I have Bethany Roy, owner of Empower Credit LLC in studio. Uh, Bethany, welcome to my show, and I wanted to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule, as well as the the nice drive across I-4 from Tampa to Orlando, and Maitland, actually, over here. Um, Thanks for being here today. Uh, Welcome. Thank you so much, Nicholas. Thank you for having me. I'm definitely excited. Listen to your podcast, and you give really great information. So I'm really happy to be here. And the drive wasn't too bad this morning. The traffic on I-4 was fine. So happy to be here. And uh, just to let everybody know, uh, Bethany Roy is uh, responsible for me getting into – she does TV segments for her company, and uh, she got me introduced to that. And both of us – wait, we both have actually both done two segments so far. (laughs) Yeah. So we're both – we're equal right now in the segment, which is pretty awesome. And then actually last – this past Wednesday, when I went on the segment to record, uh, I went and talked to them about credit restoration and introduced you as one of my like allies that I work with to help buyers out there in the, in the market. So with that, let's go ahead and talk about credit restoration and what it means for discouraged buyers. And then if you want to go into, let me know, like let the listeners know also what you do as a credit restoration company. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of people, when they go to buy a home, um, you know, they do understand that their credit's going to be pulled and checked before, of course, they get approved for a home loan. But sometimes people don't really realize, you know, what the credit score needs to be for that. Um, They're definitely looking, you know, as you know, as a realtor, above Mm -hmm. a 650, usually well above that is what they're looking for. So when people do have negative items on their credit, um, there is a myth out there. People tend to think that, You have to wait seven to 10 years or longer to get something removed off of your credit, but that's actually not true. The Fair Credit Reporting Act, which was passed in 1971, um, otherwise known as the FCRA, that law actually gives consumers the right to go ahead and dispute those negative items. So, um, you know, whether it's a student loan, a bankruptcy even, tax lien, eviction, anything you can think of, collections, late payments, those things can all be disputed um, so that the home buyer can actually get approved. Typically, the turnaround period is between four to six months, depending on where the client's credit is at. Um, if it's in the mid 500s, typically that's the time range. So definitely just trying to educate you know, the community on what they can actually do to still get approved for a home when they get denied the first time. Oh, that's awesome. So I had a question too about that. So for instance, from like personal experience of my own, um, and I've mentioned this to you before, but uh, 
basically, I have no problem sharing with this, this at all. So basically, tell me as well too, because when I was working with a, a service prior to, you know, working with you, which I, by the way, I'm a client of Bethany's, and uh, it's an incredible company. It's very transparent, very easy to find information that you need to find out in terms of where you're at in your credit score and, and where you need to be in your disputes if you've had issues on your credit report. So basically, my question to you is, can you explain to us too, because this is what I've experienced, and we talked about this before. So like, for instance, if I have a consumer score, for example, let's just say an example, 720, but a lender pulls my credit and it comes down to like, it's still not meeting the criteria. Is there a difference between like a consumer score and a lender score when you go to run your credit to buy a house? So there is a difference. Typically, people also don't tend to realize I didn't either, honestly, when I first got started. But um, whenever you have, you're looking at your credit score, TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian, and the FICO score as well, they're all going to differ a little bit. So if you see like, you know, even sometimes it can be up to, I've seen up to a 20 point difference, but usually it's not that you know, high, maybe between like 10 and 15 points is the difference that you're going to see. But typically it's kind of in the same ballpark, but people do get confused as far as like the consumer score, like the lender score, because someone will think, you know, I've had a client that had, oh, I have great credit. I'm going to go get a house. And then the lender pulls their score and they're like, yeah, I didn't get approved. (laughs) So definitely it can be something that we want to educate the clients on to make sure that TransUnion, Equifax and Experian, you know, they're getting the full information on all the bureaus. Well, no, that's that's awesome information. I'm grateful for that because as you already know from us chatting over like several months now that um, I'm in the business and I know you're in this business too for, um, we're here to help you or the clients that is because I know one thing is personally and then I know people also besides myself I think one of the another reason that they don't want to put an offer on a house or get a pre-approval letter, just for example, is because, as we all know as humans, we're afraid of, especially in the United States, we're afraid of rejection. So it's an unknown that, and then also, how does that also impact? Like, because I know a lot of consumers are concerned. Like, I'm working with a buyer uh, that had a pre-approval at one point, the pre-approval expired, and now the pre, in order for us to go look at houses again, we need to get another pre-approval letter from her bank. Um, not that they have a credit issue, but they're just concerned. So how does this work when it comes to like, like let's for example, soft pull versus hard pull on credit? Because she's afraid that if she goes up for her credit again to do another pre-approval, that her credit score is going to come down drastically. Is that true or is that a myth? That is partially true. So it does affect your credit score. So when you're doing a pull like that, like a lender pull, you're definitely going to see a decrease in your score, but it's not that drastic. Um, Usually it's typically no more than 10 points, usually less than that. That's been my experience. I went a few years back and applied for a condo. I got approved for it. Um, It was like maybe three or four years ago. I just, it was in Brandon. I decided I didn't want to move over there, but um, I did notice a drop in my score. It was only six points. So it really wasn't that bad. Really, as far as inquiries go, um, inquiries are not bad. Everyone has inquiries. Whenever you want to get a credit card, maybe a home loan, a business loan, whatever it may be, um, don't let want, you know, your goals for those things, um, you know, don't let it keep you back because you're afraid of getting an inquiry because unless you're doing multiple within a month, like three to like more than five in a month, I would say stop at that point. (laughs) But if you're doing one or two, even a month, it's fine. It's not that big a deal. Um, as long as you're, you just don't want to basically look desperate to the bureaus. You don't want to look like you don't have the cash. And so you're searching everywhere to get approved and you keep getting denied. So you keep searching. That's kind of what they look out for. 
Okay, I got that makes sense because they want to basically. So what you're saying basically is that if you're like obsessively checking your credit, then they're going to be wondering. So he's like, he or she is trying to figure out all the possible ways to come up with the ability to buy something, whether it be a house or a car or a boat or whatever it might be, or get an apartment. Um, or even if like they're trying to go into like a luxury apartment where maybe they're going to be a little bit stricter on the credit score because uh, a little bit more risk or liability or whatever. But so, yeah, that's that's good information to know, because you'd be surprised even to this day. And I'm you're in the business to educate consumers. I'm in the business to educate consumers. But you'd be so surprised. And I'm sure from experience, there are so many uh, clients I've worked with that had realtors in the past that had never educated them about the credit you know, the ability to be able to go, like, for instance, example is I've dealt with buyers, leads that I have, where, where we're talking about the fear of rejection out there. I've come to them and say, they'll say to me, well, I know I, I ran, I had a pre-approval done, such and such a date, and I have all these issues on my credit report. And my last realtor told me, well, come back to me when you basically have everything in order. I'm like, okay, well, I don't run my business that way. I know you don't run your business that way. I'm the type of person that's, I'm going to help. This is your biggest asset that you're going to do and you're purchasing your life, most likely. Um, unless you buy a really nice yacht, but that'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> the one my husband Lee's been showing me these yachts that are like a couple million dollars or these Lear jets or stuff like that. But that's what I'm just trying to make a funny side note here. But um, <clears throat> so that could be a really big asset for you too because those are worth, those cost a lot of money and to maintain as well. But um, as far as houses go, I'm the type that I'll say, no, I'll, like, I'll tell my buyers, they said, there is hope for you. I mean, just because you've been turned down before, and I've had personal experience, which I have no problem sharing with uh, issues that I'm working on right now, actually, with Bethany's company. And what's, just tell me the company, it's Empower Credit LLC, right? Yes. Okay. So with Bethany's company, Empower Credit LLC, I actually signed up as a client and um, going through the process to get some, you know, I've got... Disputes that need to be done, which they're already working on actively. They've already gotten the letters back to me, and they've already mailed those off with a, the proof of identity to the three major bureaus, the Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. Um, so, and then also going, like I said, how very transparent they are. It tells me where I'm at and what my goal is and where I'm going to possibly be in a you know, certain amount of time. Um, so that with that, basically what I'm saying is that when I go, if, if I've had to apply for a mortgage or something, Yes, before you click submit or whatever, or you give the lender your information, like your social security information, to run the application. When they, you know, you submit all your bank statements and your this and that and the other, and then also the property that you're purchasing, so they know what your pre-approval should be at or what you're looking to get a pre-approved for. When you go to hit send the email or complete the application, I sit there like if, as if I was in high school again, waiting for a midterm or a final exam to come back. <laughs> Be like, oh my gosh, am I going to pass? Am I going to pass? Am I going to, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you probably experienced that with your clients that everybody's scared, like it's a, a school test or an SAT, that they're going to get like grueling results and then they're just going to get so disappointed that they just run away from it and they're like, well, I'm done. I give up. Is that what your experience is with? Yeah, definitely. And thank you for sharing that. It's definitely relatable to a lot of people, I think, including myself. I, 
in the past, I had back in like, it was like 2017, I had a credit score of 755 and I gone through, you know, a divorce and then some surgeries and those things, you know, took my income from two to one and then the medical bills fell behind and I had always had a good credit score for the most part. I wasn't very educated. I just was able to maintain it for a while, but then I ended up going down to actually a 509 and that's kind of when I got involved in this industry because I had no idea what to do. And of course, I do want to be a homeowner as well. So I decided to educate myself. That's kind of when I found um, the co- you know this company and I got started with it and decided to kind of help other people because there is a huge fear around that. People don't sometimes even know what their credit score is. There's a huge percentage of Americans that don't even know what their credit score is. So, you know, if they had to get an apartment suddenly, you know, if they had to get a car, their car broke down, you know, they probably more than likely wouldn't be approved for, you know, what's what they're trying to get and they don't even know if the, what negative items are on their credit. Um, a lot of people do use Credit Karma, which it's somewhat accurate. It definitely gives a right. ballpark, um, but it doesn't have all three bureaus on it, so it's not 100% accuracy. Um, but yeah, with our company, um, you know, we've been in business now for 15 years and um, we have a team of experienced attorneys. And so they're the ones, you know, putting the dispute letters together for the client, um, getting those sent out like in your case. So we really just kind of want to alleviate that stress. Um, and something I wanted to touch on earlier that you had mentioned was, you know, when clients come to you as a realtor and they get their pre-approval, they're trying to get their pre-approval and they don't get it. And, you know, a lot of realtors will say, you know, come back in whatever, six months or try any, try again, you know, to get your credit right. score up. And this has been a, pheno- a phenomenal tool for a lot of realtors that I work closely with because I'm able to help their clients like turn around and then send them back to the realtor. We also have um, a, what's called a referral source for realtors. Um, I'm going to plug you in there as well. So um, any clients that you do send my way, um, we, the goal is both of us want to help that person get into a home. Exactly. Right. So um, I would go ahead and send you their information. And as a realtor, any realtor I work with, you're going to be able to actually see when your client's score is improving. Okay. You can't see any personal details. Like you can't see, you know, any other personal stuff. But you can see, like, how many points their score has gone up in X amount of months or time. So it's a really great tool for realtors. That way you can actually kind of look. You'll get an email saying, oh, you know what? You know, Susie got a 50-point increase. And you can be like, hey, let me contact her and see if, you know, she's ready to do another pre-approval. So that way I think that we can help a lot of realtors, you know, meet their income goals too as far as helping and also helping homeowners actually get into those homes. So there's a lot of help out there, and people just don't know we have these resources available. The Home to All podcast is sponsored by All Victim Foundation, a charity for victims of violent crime started here in Orlando. For more information about All Victim Foundation, please contact Nick on Facebook at facebook.com slash rockstaragent80. No, that's awesome information that you shared with us just now because it's, to me, it's, and I'm, I know it's, it's for me, at least in real estate side, is that I'm, I'm not, okay, yeah, I, of course, want to, in order to be a successful business person, I obviously have to have closings every month for a certain closing goal. However, what I'm saying that to that is that I'm more about, it's quality, not quantity, so if we run into a credit uh, hiccup with a client, well, I'm going to get them over to you, Bethany, and then get them started and get, you know, refer them over to you, and then you'll get them in there and do the process like you did with me. And then, of course, Lee's going to be coming on board as well with that. Um, but the thing is, is that 
And I also really like that idea that you guys have the thing where you can inform us where they're at, of obviously omitting personal private information that's mm -hmm. very, you know delicate and sensitive information, which is good to have that where they can still have peace of mind. But at the same time, then also helps as realtors that we're not harassing our clients, not necessarily harassing, but bugging them every month. Be like, okay, so did your credit score go up again? Does, and they'll be like, okay, well, I don't know yet. Or not, not saying that, like with your, of course, with your program that you use, your, you know, your system you have, they'll be on top of it because I can personally speak on behalf of that because I am a client of Bethany's and I get these updates and these alerts. And I even, you can plug in like your, I think you can, what is it, sign in your login for your credit cards that you actively have so it can keep track of any like um, unwanted purchases or, or if something happens to the balance or something like that, is that right? Like how it can help keep you in the loop of what's going on. And this is what helps these clients of yours in addition to me that are looking to buy a house that they're keeping track of what's going on and that there's no surprises because when it comes down to it guys, that when you go to get a house, so the reason we're talking about the pre-approval process, it was just like the same thing if you were a cash buyer and you're going to buy like a $300,000 house and say you're going to buy it all cash. Obviously, we have to submit a proof of funds, your bank statement with the offer, but it just works the same way with lending if you're going to get a loan to a bank or whatever, a credit union, because we want to make your offer stand out on, on when we submit it, be the top of the pile, because if we submit your offer without a pre-approval for a lending, and this is where I, I, I say this is why it's important to have this credit restoration um, piece, that's why it's very important, and I'm a very big advocate now, especially after meeting Bethany. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like, you know, this is like gold here because there's so many buyers out there, like we said, are scared of the of getting a no or rejection. So what I'm saying is that the pre-approval is when we go to submit your offer with a pre-approval. Well, guess what? Um, that seller is going the the lending or the seller agent is going to submit that to their client and say, hey, look, we got a strong offer here. They've been pre-approved for, let's just say, $400,000, right? Whatever like that. That's for example. You want that pre-approval to be there because it stands out from the pile. Because if we submit an offer without a pre-approval or proof of funds, then they're going to not, the buyer, the seller's not going to take us seriously in that case. So what do you have, mm -hmm. like, what is your thought of, thoughts on that, Bethany? Yeah, um, I've definitely, in, in recent days, I've been working with quite a few more realtors and partnering up. And I've definitely heard that from more, more realtors, including yourself, that, you know, it's very disappointing for the buyer, like to go in. I know I would be disappointed if I was going to get this house and I had my heart set on it. And, you know, I was not able, I didn't, I didn't know if I was going to get approved or not. And I thought that I'm getting, getting a pre-approval and it didn't go through because maybe my credit score wasn't up to par or whatnot. Um, it can definitely be discouraging for sure. So, you know, we want to partner with you and, you know, all realtors all across the nation because yes. we're, we're able to help clients in all 50 states, um, by the way, not just in Tampa, Florida, but here in um, Tampa, Orlando, in the Maitland area, St. Pete. Um, we definitely want to be able to give buyers hope that, you know, before and, you know, with your education, you're, you're definitely, you know, have a heart for your clients. Um, right. And, um, you know, getting to know you, I can definitely see that, you know, it's a bigger picture to you that you really want to help these people and these families find their forever home. Like you said earlier, it's like most people, when they buy a home, they plan to live there for a long time. They're not, you right. know, in, unless they're, you know, looking for a rental property and that's great too. Right, but, exactly. you know, 
in a lot of cases they have kids and families and they want to settle down. You don't, you want to take your time on that decision and you want to make sure it's the right decision. So um, I definitely admire that, you know, from you as well, just seeing that you're passionate about your clients and helping them out with how you educate your clients and then the education that my company is able to provide. You know, it's, it's a really great um, match and I'm definitely looking to help as many people as possible. Um, we also, I did want to mention as well for the clients, we do offer a few more things. Well, you you touched on it. You said the like the the debt payoff tool where you can like enter in your credit cards and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have tools also to help people get out of debt as well. So not just removing negative items. Um, that's our main product, our main service. But we also have quite a few other services the client gets with it as well. Um, so any debt they have, um, they can go ahead and enter that in the payoff system. Our system is going to track everything, so they don't have to do any of that work themselves. Right. Um, we also provide a credit monitoring service, Smart Credit, which is really phenomenal. That was a big one for me because I was able to see a lot a lot of stuff that was on my credit that I had no idea was there <laughs> from previous years. So um, it was a little depressing at first when I first, you know, got started, but now my credit score is only a few points away from a 700 now and looking to get it an 850 by the time I'm ready to buy. So as I go through the process, you know, now that I'm educated on everything and trying to give back to the community and just make sure that people understand that, hey, you don't have to wait 10 years to get a house. Like, you don't, right. because you have a bankruptcy or because you have an eviction or, you know, something maybe bad happened to you. And like I said, like I told you, I had, uh, you know, medical, you know, surgeries and bills and life happens and we're all human. We all deal with it. So, you know, it's definitely something that can be understood and people need to know that there's hope and there's a way to actually, you know, become a homeowner. Oh, that's awesome. I agree with that completely. Yeah. That, that smart credit that you guys offer is phenomenal because it it just basically gives you like a real time, in my opinion, and probably the way you feel too, uh, like a real-time snapshot of where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. Of course, you look at it, like you said, on your, your personal level and my personal level, too. I'm like, oh, my God, where, what is all this? Like, where does this come from? Like, we, we're talking about here today on this episode is, just like, don't don't let that scare you. Um, yes, it's a scary world we live in when it comes to, you know, the financial stuff. But at the same time, there is hope. And um, just like you are with getting people help with their credit, me as a, a realtor, I want to help the buyers be able to obtain their goal of getting a house. Um, even if that means that you have to be in a, hey, I, I have no problem. And, and you probably have seen this or heard me say this before, Bethany, I'm not sure or not. But I, I don't even, like, even if somebody needs to live in a, like, rent an apartment for a year or a house for a year, I'm not going to give up on you when you're ready in a year to get, the, because I want to make sure that you, like, have a client in the Orlando area where she was put into a house by a realtor and, she's not happy where she's at she's we're actively looking right now eventually i'm going to list her house in orlando and sell it for her but obviously we got to get with our challenge right now is our inventory is very low in florida compared to where it was but i know that's all going to open up here shortly but in terms of the inventory but i've even told her i said listen i know you had a bad experience and basically the client's jaded from the past um and, but we're going to make sure that we get you in the right house, that I'm not going to push you into the wrong house. Um, and that was one of the clients I was talking to you about where they they have the fear, and I'm going to reach out to her you know, today and let her know, hey, by the way, you know that it's not a, a huge deal if you have to get another pre-approval because we'd rather have that ammo behind us when we do put an offer on a house versus not having one because I don't want her to lose the deal in the house that she truly loves, wants to live in. Because we didn't have that pre-approval because she was afraid. Oh, my gosh. You know, I think some people's perception of pre-approval, running your soft pull on your credit, 
that maybe it's 20 or 30 points. I mean, not that that's an exact number that I got from anywhere, but that's just the senses I get from buyers is that it's like we were talking about earlier, how they have this vision or this, this mind in their, or this idea in their head that it's a drastic um, score, uh, you know, damage or whatever you want to call it. Damage or score damage very significantly when it really is not as bad. And I think there's also, maybe I feel too that there are a lot of entities out there and not like, not, seeing like a credit restoration company, but other entities out there, they just, for some reason, people in this country, Americans in this country are afraid or have this idea, notion in their head that they're trying to, people are trying to scare them away from looking at their credit, that they don't want them to have good credit scores. But no, don't let any of that like get in your head. There are, there are alternatives like Bethany's Empower Credit LLC that can help you get into a house, that can help you get that credit to where it needs to be to get that right loan. Um, so what do you, yeah, so that's what, you feel the same way that the, the, the society and, and as a whole has this fear that they're afraid to look at credit because somebody at one point in their life told them, don't look at your credit. You're going to ruin your credit score if you check it. Oh, definitely. For yeah. sure. I come across a lot of people that are not only scared to look at it just to, cause they don't really know what's on there, but they do think that the inquiries are going to be a major impact. And like I said, it's not. As long as you're not doing it excessively and you're not looking desperate, right. like, oh, man, I need 50 grand, and you're applying for, you know, these cards and everything, you're getting denied left and right, that will definitely hurt your score. Um, another thing, too, is, you know, with the whole process of educating our, you know, the community and, and potential home buyers, if people, if people were properly educated, which, you know, our school system, there's nothing in place as far as, you know, teaching how to have a good credit score. Um, our company is doing that as well. We have a, a system as well for um, educating young people. But um, my point being that if people did have the proper education, it wouldn't be so scary because when you go to apply for a home, I and I personally ran into this a lot of times, like at least I would say five or six people, clients that work with other realtors that I've worked with, they go to get you know, to see if they're approved and their score is just like right on the brink of being accepted. It's like right there, right, right in the, you know, within like maybe five or six points or maybe 10 points of not being approved by the lender. And that's when the fear comes because then they're, you know, when they do the hard credit pool and maybe the score drops 10 points from that, it's like, oh, you're not approved now because you drop below the threshold of that credit score. Right. So, but if the client had a higher credit score, you know, much higher, 750, 800, eight, even 850, that's as high as it goes. Um, it goes from three to 850. Um, you know, there wouldn't be any fear because it doesn't matter. If you're, if you're right. at 750 and you lose 10 points, no big deal. You're fine. You're going to be able to get the approval in most cases. So I think that, you know, I want to definitely continue with the education process because there's so many ways people can build their credit. In addition to getting negatives removed, they, you know, making sure, of course, no late payments. Late payments can definitely hit you hard. I lost 60 points on my score once because of a late payment, one single late payment, perfect right. loan history, one late payment. It was, it was horrible. And, uh, and I worked, I tried to like ask the um, lender to remove the late payment mark, but they wouldn't remove it. So, you know, it's in the dispute process, but right. even just one in a perfect history, it can really mess up your score. And um, so that's super important. Just making sure that people are, are educated and they can also do a secure credit card, which if someone doesn't have a credit score, they just maybe they're you know younger, they just never built credit, definitely getting a secured credit card through your bank. Um, we also offer one with a really low minimum. That is perfect because with a secured card, 
um, you're borrowing money against yourself. You're putting your money on the card, like ours is 200. So you put 200 of your own cash on the card and then go ahead and use that and keep it under 30% at all times. Um, that will definitely help people build their score. So we're just trying to you know, expand the education and that our company's big on that for sure. Homedoll is sponsored by St. Pete's Pride 2020. This celebration of beauty and power of diversity will take place from June 26th to the 28th along St. Pete's beautiful downtown waterfront. Well, like, uh, so my um, spouse, Lee Acosta, is messaging on Facebook Messenger. He brought up a good topic that I wanted to, to talk, discuss with you here on the show and reminded me of it. So, of course, when we're dealing with buyers and say, for instance, uh, let's say we put in an offer on a house and they get a loan. Uh, I mean, they got the pre-approval. We put an offer on the house with the pre-approval. Obviously, it's contingent on meeting all the criteria. Um, as well as the appraisal that you go through and the inspection to make sure there's no major things, especially if you're going to be buying a house that's through with a loan that's through like the FHA and the VA, which are, as you already know, I'm sure that are, you know, very strict when it comes to the inspections, making sure there's no wood rot or termite damage or the air conditioner has to be functioning or the FHA uh, one that I just worked with a client, a buyer. When we did the inspection, the house did not have a stove in it at all. It, was, it had the outlet that was working. That was fine. However, when the house appraised add value or the, the offer price that were the, yeah, the price that we offered, FHA said, well, no, you got to have a stove in here. So that's, that's part of like, you know, that's all, these are different little um, caveats of um, this whole process in regards to loans and lending and your credit. But so getting to what Lee's saying or asking me about is that, so so just to listen to the listeners out there, just to let you know, and then we'll, I'll let Bethany touch on this as well in her experience with the credit restoration. So when you go to buy a house, um, and I tell my clients this all the time, don't go get some uh, major limit credit cards and then rack up credit card debt while you're going through that 30, 45-day process. Don't go buy a boat. Don't go buy a yacht, <laughs> um, especially on credit. Um, if you got the money in cash in the bank, well, then that's awesome because that'd be nice to be able to buy those <laughs> items cash and out, outright. Um, but don't go get a loan on a Learjet or a Gulfstream jet, things like that. I mean, not, I mean basically, you, you've got to watch what you're doing um, in terms of one. Like, may, mostly, it's, isn't it because, like we were just talking about a minute ago, you were saying about the, um, the final numbers about when they go to do the hard pull on you. If you're doing all these inquiries through this process, you're gonna go can go from, uh, let's say you're at say you're at let's say maybe you're just right at the cusp. Maybe you're at I think it's like I believe one of my lenders said it's around 580 is the minimum requirement for an FHA, especially with a 3.5 percent down, is what they told me before. Don't quote me on that, but that's what in my experience from my own personal experience of making an offer on a house, it's like 3.5 percent down of the 580 score. So if I were to go out there and say in the 30-day process and go to, like, for instance, uh, I don't know, JCPenney, Macy's, wherever, one of those stores or that they or Steinmart, and they come to you and say when you're at the register, oh, Mr. Costa, by the way, you'll save $40 today if you open up a, a Macy's card or whatever it might be. You'll get a better deal or discount. And I have to tell them no because those, like, those excessive inquiries within that 30-day period of, of going from the pre-approval process through the appraisal, all of this, 
you can lose out the ability to be able to close on that deal in 30 days if you've gone and excessively um, either opened up lines of credit or made excessive, um, what do you call it, inquiries because your score that's just right at the, the right at the perfect mark for you to meet the lender side of your credit score will just keep going down and down and down. And when they go to the hard pull, we'll say, I'm sorry, we, we can't approve you for the loan now because you went out and spent all this money or opened all these credit cards or you inquired so many times on your credit report for this. Is that, mm -hmm. the, the, can you, like, does that make sense? Yeah, or? definitely. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like the same thing when, you know, if you're trying to get, a, you know, get a, have a major purchase, whether it's a house, a car, you know, whatever, um, they don't want to be seeing that you're looking desperate, that you're just like, you know, I don't have any money in the bank, so let me right. take out another credit card. Oh, you know, here's a, you know, department store with a 40% off discount. If I get this card today, like, don't fall into that trap because most of the time, I would probably say like 90% of the time, those cards that are offered at the counter have really high interest rates. So you definitely, and that's something that I touched on when I was, um, you know, speaking on the holiday season as far as that goes, because people will try to rope, you know, rope you in. Right. Um, and especially like home, people going through the home buying process during the holiday season, it's hard because, you right. know, they want to typically take out a credit card and use it for, oh, you know, gifts for the kids or, you know, the aunts, whatever, the nieces. But, um, you know, definitely it, it can really harm you during that period of time. And p they just want to know that, hey, this person that's taking the loan is going to pay it back. Right. This person has, you know, their stuff together and they're going to be responsible. That's basically what they're looking for. They're just looking to make sure that you're a responsible, you know, individual and you have your finances in order and you're ready to make a major purchase and you're not going to be having late payments or missed payments or really be taking on. That's why, you know, also, as you know, of course, as a realtor, right. you look at the debt to income ratio. That's a big thing, too. So looking at the debt to income ratio, you know, that's they're trying to make sure that you're really in a position to purchase this house. You may have your heart set on it, but are you really within the income bracket for that? If not, you know, step down from that a little bit, you know, or, you know, up the income a little. But, you know, just making sure that the person is responsible with the assets that they do have, then they can trust you with more. And that would be, you know, the home loan. I think one time in my almost two years of being in real estate, of course, I always am at very, very avid about telling my clients do not go out and get a bunch of credit cards, do not go buy a car while you're in the 30-day process. I think one time out of my career so far, they went and did something like they opened up cards, even though I advised them against it, because even the lender advised them against it. And I think they were able to figure out a solution. Uh, but let's just say it was very, it was a lot more complicated when it came down to the final approval that they had to do some maneuvering, not necessarily, but I think they had to put more money down or something like that. What it was, they didn't get denied completely, but their down payment amount um, increase significantly. So just remember that too. It doesn't just affect the ability to buy the house or get the loan. It can affect your down payment amount depending on what type of loan you may have uh, with a lender, whether it be like, you know, the VA or FHA or conventional. It can affect that. Everything that's all, it's crucial that you resist the retail stores begging you to open credit cards while you're in, the, especially <laughs> in the home buying process. I have to do it on a regular basis even though I'm not buying a home actively right now. Um, but, but I know what I have to do is, like I said, I've, I've signed up with Bethany's program, Empower Credit LLC. She's done amazing stuff for me so far. She's done one to introduce me and I'll say her name, Mary Gordon at, um, uh, Next Star Media, um, grade 38 WFLA in Tampa. 
which was really cool because, um, as you already know, Bethany, I was uh, I was born and raised in Tampa, and I grew up on Davis Islands right down the street from the, the station. And I was talking to Lee the other day. is like, I remember when I graduated high school, which was in 1999, as I whisper it, <laughs> from Admiral Farragut in St. Pete, because I was born and raised in Tampa Bay. I grew up in St. Pete primarily, but I was back and forth across the bay my whole life. Um, because my dad was born in Ybor City when St. Joseph's was in Ybor City back before the hospital is currently there. And where is it off of Martin Luther King, which used to be Buffalo? Um, that's there now in that spot. But it was back in Ybor when my dad was born in the 50s, 1950 to be exact. Um, I was telling Lee the other days when I graduated from high school, because I actually have a, a journalism degree from USF St. Pete, mass communication journalism. And the funny thing about it is that um, when I graduated high school and I was still living with my grandparents, I think I remember going to the WFLA News Center downtown because that was still a fairly new building back then. That's when we started this internet slash uh, TV slash print thing with the convergence of media. Mm -hmm. That was brand new when I was in high school. That just started. Like before it was all here you had your newspaper, you had your TV station, and then there was no internet component yet. It was all separate. But then they merged all, all three um, forms of media together to make it where it was like a streamlined thing. Uh, and actually, I had went to there. I don't remember what the job was for because it was 1999. It was a long time ago, tw 21 years ago. Wow, stop it, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like dating myself here on this, my own show. Uh, but I put in an application for some job. I think it was like an administrative job there. And I don't think I went past, of course, the security desk where the security guard sits. Mm -hmm. And that was it because obviously it's a TV station. It's on lockdown for many reasons for security uh, because it's broadcasting it's live feed on the news station so anyways with that is that, so here i am 21 years later saying like 21 years ago i want to get into do tv stuff and just to let you know this funny story too i um mary at, at the station said hey one of these days you know if you keep this up you're gonna be maybe you'll be one of the hosts on the show i'm like oh great that's funny but Ah, that is so cool. That's what she told me. Said you're just auditioning for the future. Is what she told me. Mary there. is so amazing. She's awesome. Yeah, she's great. Um, yeah, and even my uh, colleague friend that's in the business, real estate Ray Ray Hendricks in Tampa. He was going to be on with us today, but he had a client appointment, so he wasn't able to make it. But um, basically, he said, um, I actually referred him yesterday to Mary. Oh wow! For his real estate business because he does mortgages. And we're, the next time you're on, you're, or even if you have to join me remotely, we're gonna we'll do a show. Or if you want to join me in studio in May, Ray is gonna be on there with me. Maybe the three of us can um, hash it out with the host, uh, talking about the credit restoration. He's a mortgage loan officer now, and then I'm a realtor. Well, he's a realtor as well. But the, between the three of us, I think it would be awesome, an awesome segment to share yeah. with the public, uh, you know, consumers out there. So, I mean, Bethany, I really do appreciate you you taking your time out of your busy schedule to be here. And I know we talk all the time through text or phone, and I'm a client of yours. But she's – so tell us – tell my listeners where how they can get a hold of you as well. Yeah, so definitely. Um, so you can go to um, empowercreditsllc.com, okay. um, empowercredits with an S, llc.com. Um, or you can text credit to 708. Uh, sorry, 813, and I have my contact information on the website as well. So on the website, I also have a lot more information too, as far as, um, you know, credit restoration education too. 
Yeah, and then buyers out there that are listening today or anybody out there that is having an objective of buying a home, um, you can also reach out to me and I'll get you in touch with uh, Bethany as well. Um, I'm going to be working like pretty you know, close with her, uh, with my clients as well as myself personally. So I believe in what she does and she's opened my eyes up to things that I was not aware of and uh, are really great and appreciate that for having your being able to work with you, Beth. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate you, too. The great opportunity for us to partner up, work together, and hopefully, you know, do that other segment in the future where we can all collaborate together with the, the mortgage broker, too, and be able to educate the public even further. Exactly. Yeah. It's For me in this business, and I'm sure you have, I know you definitely have the same way, and, and the reason I get along with Ray Hendricks so well, the realtor and now lender, mortgage broker, um, the reason I get along with him, him as well, and I know I'll, I get along with you as well, is that I can tell that from the three of us, we are, we're work. even though we're, you're with credit restoration and a lot of people would be like, okay, well, Ray works for a different brokerage and he's at your competition because he's a realtor. No, I say no to that. I say that we all need to work together because we're all common goal is to help the consumer out there. It doesn't matter what broker you work for. We're all, of course, independent of each other. However, I believe that synergy is important between multiple different avenues to get somebody to their common goal of buying a house. Um, whether going to another realtor, uh, like me going to another realtor and getting their advice on something and Ray coming to me for advice or you coming to me for advice for getting a client, help, you know, whatever to get them into a house, that working together as a team is going to get that buyer closer to their dream of owning a home down the road that they've always wanted or desired to have. So that's the way I feel on that. Absolutely. All right. So Bethany, just want to say thank you again. Thank you to all my listeners and a shout out to Ray Hendricks. I know, buddy, it's business. We're all busy here. And uh, so it's awesome. But, and also Bethany is going to be joining me. Um, I think it's June 29th, 2020 at the St. Pete Pride Street Festival. I've asked her to come aboard with me. She's going to be there with Alan Denham. Alan Denham is a uh, manager at Tiago Title in uh, Pinellas County. He's going to, or I think he's in Tampa, actually. He's in Lutz or something like that. But he's going to be on, um, at the booth with us that day for Pride. So it's going to be an exciting day. And we're going to be sitting, like, in the main core of the uh, Pride event that day. So we'll get a lot of exposure. And then we'll be able, the three of us will be able to help. we got Title there, Credit Restoration, as well as a Realtor. Um, to be able to help people get their goal of being a homeowner. Um, so again, Bethany, thank you very much. Uh, Bethany Roy of Empower Credit LLC. You can contact me by phone at 727-220-8992 or on, always on Facebook at Rockstar Agent 80 and Instagram at Orlando Slub Realtor. Also check out All Victims Foundation at All Victims on Facebook. That's the at symbol, All Victims. Um, and visit my website, hometoall.life. Uh, where you can now see my first TV segment appearance. I was working on that last night till late at night, um, uh, getting that uploaded and embedded in the website. And I actually created a page for the podcast and a page for the, the TV segment. Um, Home to All is a proud sponsor of All Victims Foundation, as well as St. Pete Pride 2020, which is June 26th to June 29th. And then check them out at stpride.com. They've been very supportive and actually... Um, the president of the CP Pride Board will be on a segment with me in June on the uh, daytime segment. So I'll be back in studio March 10, 2020 to talk about the real estate business with my invited guest, realtor Sandy Rodman of EXP Realty. Um, she's an amazing realtor. She's a really awesome lady. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun. And she's also going to be joining me in April on my TV segment as well. 
So now you can also ask Alexa, Alexa, play Home to All podcast, and she will play the most recent episode through the iTunes store. Um, you can get me on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Store. So next time, this is Home to All here in Maitland, Florida. Nicholas Acosta, wishing you great real estate health. Have a good day, and Bethany, thank you again. Thank you so much. We appreciate you listening to Realtor Nick Acosta's podcast, Home Tall, an all-inclusive real estate podcast. You can contact Nick at his cell phone number, 727-220-8992, and find him on social media at facebook.com slash nickrealtor1980. Join us next time for more financial facts and real estate info.